Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. As the adage goes, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. And with the indictment of Donald Trump by the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, uh, the progressive left, they got what they want. They finally got Trump. But is this what they want? I mean, is this really and truly what they were after? Can this backfire on them? How? And what does it do for Trump's chances going forward? Guys, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything. TonyKatz.Locals.com. TonyKatz.Locals.com. Kurt Schlichter joins us right now. Uh, You can find his work at TownHall.com, of course. And uh, his books all over there at Amazon will be back. The Fall and Rise of America and, of course, the Kelly Turnbull series like this one right here, Inferno, available at Amazon.com. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, The Democrats indicting uh, Donald Trump. We don't know what the charges are because they're still sealed. The DAs in Bragg's office had said, according to sources, don't do this. Are they going to regret this thing? Gosh, I sure hope so. Look, the answer to this is not to pretend this is sort of some sort of uh, we have to respect the rule of law. Let's see what's in the no, no, it's baloney, it's bogus. Uh, I don't even see why you have a lawyer on with you because it has nothing to do with law. All it has to do with is power, and we need to approach it in that way. Uh, it's time for mutually assured destruction. That doesn't mean go and invent uh, a bunch of uh, crimes for the Democrats. They're Democrats. You don't have to invent any. What I say is get rid of the presumption against prosecuting your political opponents. Uh, we, we, we used to you know, not do it. They, they would do things, but they let it go because we wanted to maintain you know, the equilibrium in the system. Well, I got news for you. That's over. Right. We're not doing that anymore. So let's, let's, let's get going. Let's start using power against them until they cry for mercy. I mean, you saw, you know, Tony, you saw what happened when they decided to get rid of the filibuster uh, so they could pack the D.C. Circuit Court. That led to three Supreme Court justices for Donald Trump. This stuff comes around. And the norms and the rules, they're going to find out they're not there to protect us. They're there to protect them. And so, ain't there anymore. You just said that you, you, I don't need a lawyer on, of course, Kurt Schlichter, a trial lawyer uh, uh, by uh, trade. Uh, but there is a, a legal question here and a big one. Indictments happen all the time. What is it about this one that has people like yourself in the profession saying, whoa, you are stepping out of line, Alvin Bragg? Because it's a joke. You know, a seven-year-old misdemeanor somehow bootstrapped into being a felony, which is also past the statute of limitations, but they want to invent an exception for that too. You know, if you caught him, you know, committing a hatchet murder, that might be one thing. But to create a, a, a patchwork quilt of an indictment that no one else has ever been prosecuted for, that no one else ever would be prosecuted for, right. is an utter disgrace. 
And and that and that's the thing that people uh, are, are failing to recognize, certainly on the political left, and people might not be aware of on the political right or those who are not political at all. This stems from something that happened seven years ago that everybody would tell you is a misdemeanor because the crime here was not about a payment to Stormy Daniels, but it was about the categorization. What account it came from. This is yeah. this is a conversation down to it of a clerical error, Kurt. Yeah, this is a joke. So I, 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 I it's hard for me to tolerate people going, well, let's look at it as a le-. No, it's not a legal question. It's an attempt by the Democrats to punish somebody who beat them and prevent him from beating them again. And I'm not sure he, he, he would or wouldn't next time. I actually think they're probably, as you, you know, when, when you start playing with karma, you keep yeah. screwing up. They may just disqualify Trump from running. And I think he's the weakest Republican candidate or major Republican candidate because he has a ceiling. So they may just, this this, this genius maneuver may just end up putting a, a Republican in the White House. And hopefully it's a Republican who's vindictive and wants vengeance because you've got to get it. They have to pay so that they stop doing this. When you make it possible and easy for them to do this, all you do is encourage more of it. You know, it, wanna... if you're destroying the norms, the norms have to be destroyed because if you keep playing by the norms while the other guys have destroyed it, you've just encouraged them and they're going to do more of it. I want to get into that. I want to discuss that. Talking to Kurt Schlichter, columnist at Town Hall, author of the Kelly Turnbull series of books. You can find those at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. Um, this idea of uh, they have to pay, they have to learn their lesson. I can't get a prosecution against Hunter Biden for lying on Form 4473 when he purchased a firearm and lied about his drug use. Something that isn't a debate. It actually happened. But you're having a conversation. I hear other people have this conversation. Attorneys general have to start going after Democrats and the things that they're doing. Are, what is it that you think we should be doing here? Just show me the man and I'll show you the crime kind of stuff? No, we don't have to invent things. The things are out there and people get passes. I mean, look, look, glaringly obvious stuff. You look at Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi got rich being in Congress. Why do you think that was? You think it's because she's a savvy businesswoman? You think it's because she got really lucky out on Wall Street? Somehow beat the uh, beat those guys at their own game? Or do you think she was getting inside information? Which we know. Which we, we, we at least we, we believe we, we've seen, and I'm not going to argue, is worthy of an investigation at all, man. I'm with you there a thousand percent. But is that the kind of stuff you're talking about? Yes. Because other yes. people are, I mean, th this conversation has the ability to explode in a bad place. Well, look, if you're, if you're talking about framing people, which is effectively what Alan Bragg is doing. That, I, and Bragg's. I hear you there. I hear you there. Uh, we're, we're not talking about that. We are talking about the, the end of the discretion that said, look, I'm going to avoid prosecuting my political opponents unless I really have no choice, unless I catch them with the little bag with the dollar sign on, you know, being exchanged between them and the, uh, uh, the, the guy bribing them, you know, and it's on videotape and notarized. I, I take a look at, at what it is that 
people are saying uh, about Trump and this indictment. And they're saying this indictment proves that all the Republicans have to get out of the field and endorse Trump. And this means Trump's going to absolutely win uh, the, the White House. Now, that would be a massive backfire if Democrats thought this would be the thing to take him out of the way. You're not in that camp. You and I have a, a similar take on, on Trump. Does this indictment help him solidify his opportunities to win the Republican primary? I think it's going to help him in the short term. Uh, I think as more indictments come down, I think people are going to get tired of it. Look, it, you know, it, this is almost an invitation by the Democrats to force us to rally around this guy and ride him all the way into the general election, which he will probably lose. So I, I think they want that. I don't believe in doing what the enemy wants. Well, you're letting them win. No, well, they, they win if they win in 2024. That's when they win. Yeah. If, we, if they lose in 2024, they lose hard. So focus on that. Uh, the idea that people are now required to drop out uh, for Trump uh, that's that's just stupid. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. You, you've heard that specifically about Ron DeSantis. Uh, you yeah, have people saying Governor DeSantis of Florida has to drop out of this race immediately, even though he hasn't uh, declared for the race, and he has to endorse Trump, and he has to wait until 2028. And you're well, saying no, he doesn't. Well, what Alex Perusevich and the rest of them have to say is of little or no interest to me. Um, it's it, it's just silly, and he's not going to play along with that. Uh, look, I, I think Republican voters have to be very, very uh, calculated. Look, I, I, I sprung to Trump's defense. I would love to see Trump reelected just to shove it down their throats. But I don't know if he's going to be able to win the general election. And that's the most important issue to me. And we're never going to get revenge if we get another four years of this doddering pervert. You know, uh, you... you are the guy who wrote 21 Lies About Donald Trump and You. Uh, the, the book is, is available, and you can get that at Amazon.com. Um, your argument is not an anti-Trump argument. Your argument yeah. is rather I'm looking to win argument. Yeah. And that's where you come from on the previous side, that you have to fight like they do. It's not just in this. It is in elections. I have people who are in my ear all the time telling me the problem, Tony, is they steal elections. You'll never win an election again. And my answer is, That's well, if they steal elections, what am I supposed to do? Just sit there and do nothing? Isn't it better that I fight like they do? So I want you to break it down. I want you to break down all the ways that you've come up with that Republicans aren't fighting the way that they should and need to. Well, well, first of all, you you raise the issue of uh, the 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 where they cheat on all the elections. We'll never win. Okay, that's stupid. Stop saying that. Uh, I know a little about it. I was one of the election lawyers in Las Vegas. I saw the things that we screwed up, and uh, we in the Republican Party did screw up. We did not prepare the battlefield. Look, the elections can't be stolen unless they're very very close and you dominate certain urban areas. Uh, and and you haven't prepared the battlefield. You haven't filed the right lawsuits. You don't have the observers on the ground, et cetera, and so forth. We were not ready in 2020. We were not ready. We knew it was coming. Trump knew it was coming. Everyone was telling Trump it was coming. He was the boss. He didn't get it set up. Rona McDaniel, she didn't get it set up. And of course, he supported another four years term for her. Uh, just recently. 
the, the idea that we can't win is also empowering to lazy people because it, it deprives them of any obligation to do anything. You know, the, the you will never see one of the people who is, oh, we can't win or our Dominion machines. Rah! You will never see one of them knocking on a door, making a phone call, writing a, a check to a, a candidate. They never do that. They just sit around and whine. Right. And I just, and, and I find them tiresome. Look, there is a little, there is fraud sometimes in certain mm -hmm. situations. More importantly, there are changes to election rules that are imposed uh, unlawfully that we need lawyers to fight. And third, we have a unofficial issue, an informal issue, where you have corporations, the regime media, uh, major institutions, all pulling for the Democrats and not being neutral. So we have a number of things going on here. Yeah. But the idea that we can never win, I mean, look at Georgia. Everybody but Herschel won decisively. Herschel is just a bad candidate. And bad candidates do happen. The argument is, is that the left has bad candidates. Katie Hobbs is an awful, miserable, terrible candidate. She's going to be an awful, miserable governor of Arizona. And yet they win. We do have an issue with the political right needing to do a step above and a step better uh, than, than the political left. But, well, that's just the way that is. You're either going to fight the fight or you're not going to fight the fight. You're making the argument that on the political level, we need to fight the fight in a whole new way, fight like they do, like taking a seven-year-old misdemeanor and saying, you know what, spin it up, hit them with it. Uh, well, look, I, I, I'm not saying fight like they do because they actively frame people. I'm saying apply the new rules that they've set, which is, you know, we, we, we are going to charge our political enemies when they commit crimes. And Democrats commit crimes all the time. And we are going to investigate our political enemies to find crimes where it looks like they might exist. For instance, somebody who gets very, very rich on $172,000 a year salary. So, you know... It's going to hurt them a lot more. It's going to hurt us. As we now take a look at this landscape going forward and, and this this indictment, 34 counts. By the way, uh, you you try cases. You're, you're there in the courtroom. 34 counts on something that we thought was a hush money conversation. Uh, I feel the air quotes. That seemed like an odd number to you? No, it's stupid. It's the typical prosecutorial stacking where they try and uh, break out every you know, uh, ledger entry into a separate misdemeanor. And it, and they don't stack on top. It's not like a year for each of them. It's, mm -hmm. it, it, that's not how it works. It's just, it, the whole thing is just stupid. Prosecutors have been out of control for a long time in a lot of ways anyway. But this is just dumb. And, uh, you know, I... I, I think eventually down the road, it's going to get to a place where it gets thrown out. I talk about, you know, will this backfire on, on the Democrats? And that's that's how I, I frame this conversation. And certainly I, I do agree that this helps Trump in the short term, but it absolutely does not take out any candidate whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And the most ardent Trump supporters can scream and yell from now until the end of time. It's not going to take down DeSantis if, if he runs. And I'm assuming he will. It won't take out Pompeo. It won't take out Haley. It won't take out Pence. It won't take anybody out of, yeah. of the race. But for the Democratic Party, where what is their secondary play here? You know, this, this thing gets heard by a judge, and a judge says, are you out of your mind? You can't bring this case. 
and this thing gets thrown out, that hurts Democrats. Are How are they, in your view, preparing for any of that? Or do they actually have to prepare because this thing will just get brushed aside, will be told that it's because of some MAGA judge, and then they'll move on to the next crisis? Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, that's a good point. I was, I, I've been I, writing about that on Monday in town hall, which is we've got a color revolution going on as an attempt to take power by the left. Except it's not, it's very decentralized and disorganized. This is not synchronized. They, they don't have a plan, Tony. And you're, you're right. There is a good chance that well, any honest judge is going to throw this out. Of course, this being New York, you may not get it, but you'll certainly get appeals. Uh, if I'm the lawyer there, I'm, 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 I'm throwing up a motion to dismiss. I'm throwing a motion to change venue. I'm throwing a motion to dismiss on grounds of selective prosecution. I'm just saying motion, motion, motion. Right. And, you know, maybe one of those gets granted. Uh, or maybe one of those, uh, you know, you, you appeal it far enough. Uh, once you finish at the New York State stuff, you can appeal to the Supreme Court. Maybe the Supreme Court reaches down and says this is BS. Uh, normally they wouldn't, right? Because it's a purely state matter. But we're not playing law or rules anymore. So right. why? Why not? Kurt Schlichter, thank you. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.